Hi guys, I'm Alison Arihita and we're Halo Circus and you're listening to the intellectual.com. Say hi everyone. Hi. hi. <laughs> This episode of the Intellectual Podcast has been brought to you by audible.com. Audible.com has over 100,000 titles for you to download and listen to on your iPad, iPhone, Android, or really any mobile MP3 device that you might have. So if you're into audiobooks and you are looking for the absolute best, show your support for the intellectual by signing up for an Audible trial at audibletrial.com/tin. That's audibletrial.com/tin and show your support for the intellectual network by signing up for the free trial with audible.com. You're listening to the Intellectual Network at theintellectual.com. And now, the Intellectual Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Intellectual Podcast. I'm your host Dave Dawson. With me tonight, as has been for several weeks again in a row, JJ. Hi JJ. Hey. How you doing? Fantastic. How are you? I'm very good. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. I'm doing all right. <laughs> um we've had just an insane week or so now. The last week has been a whirlwind. It's been a it's whirlwind and it's not going to stop. No. We uh we first of all, welcome to the Allison Arahita episode. Of yeah. the intellectual. This is an episode I've been super excited to put up online for about a week now. Since it happened, we're just like, how about now? Um, for those of you who don't know, Alison Arajeda is the delightful pink haired rocker girl from season nine of American Idol. She went out number four. This is the season that had Adam Lambert in it and uh, was probably... I would argue one of the last of the really great seasons. I would agree with that. That's kind of when I stopped completely watching. Yeah. And Allison has this absolutely amazing, um, deep, soulful, raspy, but also incredibly tight and clear vocal that uh, just really brings the house down. And we were blessed and given the opportunity to interview her and her new band, Halo Circus, um, at the Belly Up here in San Diego a week ago. And we also got to interview Martha Davis and the Motels. Um, Allison and Halo Circus were opening for Martha and the Motels. And this interview with Allison is fantastic. She and gave us so much, and she's so nice. So nice, and she's so giving. So and, humble. And humble, and just she has a sweet soul, like you can... It really comes across in the interview how sweet she is. And, uh, boy, you know, I was a fan of her on American Idol. And I'm, like, a way bigger fan now. And for me, I really didn't watch that season. The name sounded familiar, and I knew her face. After that show, I'm like, hands down, I will buy whatever they come out with. Because mm -hmm. she's an amazing performer. Mm -hmm. And that's hard to come by, like... Wow. From start to finish, head to toe. Amazing. Yeah. And um, so we got to do the interviews. We got to go backstage and sit with uh, Allison in her dressing room and, and chat it up for about 20, 25 minutes. And uh, amazing how much we covered in that time. And uh, she's got a, 
she's got a, a good story. It was, it was a bit of a rough story after her idol uh, appearance. And uh, we go into, into what it was like for her when her album uh, label dropped her. Um, it was right in the middle of her tour with uh, Adam Lambert and Orianti. And, uh, you know, how, how she's come back from that and how she's probably better off now because of that. Um, you know, adversity really helps. It pushes us along. It forces the creative process. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a fascinating interview. Uh, one that I'm really, really pleased to have here on the intellectual. And, um, a couple days later, she was opening, uh, for Martha Davis and the motels once again at the whiskey go, go in Los Angeles, sunset Boulevard. And uh, we were invited again to come up, cover the red carpet at that. <laughs> we had an opportunity to talk with Halo Circus on the red carpet before they did their set. And uh, why don't we have a listen at, uh, at what they had to say to us on the red carpet? Yeah. 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 Let's Shaking do it. your head. Yes. The uh, oh, no one can oh. see this. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Please put <laughs> so, it. Here's the clip. It's Allison and Halo Circus. It's our new best friends. How you doing? It's good to see you. Welcome, guys. David, right? That's right. Good to see you. Matt. And Veronica. And Brian. Halo Circus, I have to tell you, I left the biggest fan after the belly up the other night. Thank you so much. I bought everything you guys have available on iTunes this week. So, <laughs> um... We, we got a little bit of an interview with you a couple days ago. Uh, you guys are letting us play a clip of Band-Aid on our show. That's going to happen this Wednesday. I'm looking forward to putting that out there. I love the song. When's that going to be available for us to download? Uh, you know what? It, it, we just wrote it, and uh, you know we already have plans for a second single at this point, so I think it's. I think we're going to wait a while on that one. But uh, I, you know, within the next four months or so, we're going to have the full album. Band Aid will be a part of it. That's fantastic. We're like, a, we're like a slow building machine, you know. Well, I think you guys are going to explode once the album's out. That's all I can say. Thank you. And how excited are you guys to play here at the Whiskey tonight? Forget about it. Forget about it. Yeah, we had our first real gig here. I mean, not that not to com not that there's any comparison with us in the motels. I mean, they they played here. They got signed immediately. But our first uh, show, first real show, was here. It's, and they've been amazing to us. They're great people here. Great bands. We love the whiskey. That's fantastic. Well, we look forward to seeing you guys play tonight. Thanks. Thank you guys so much. It's good to see you. Thank you. So that was uh, that was Halo Circus on the red carpet at the Whiskey. It sounded so busy and exciting. It's bringing me right back to it. Yeah, it uh, it was it was a moment of fan gushing for me. You could tell listening back to that. I just couldn't I couldn't resist. I was like, "Hey, you're my new best friend." Oh my god! <laughs> um, but they're incredibly humble, incredibly nice. The entire yeah. band. Um, Fantastic. And also, I must say, they have one of the most kick-ass female drummers I've ever listened to. I love female drummers. Um, Veronica is amazing. She's badass. And um, they mentioned in, in, the, in the piece there, uh, I mentioned it, uh, we're going to play in this episode, because today's Wednesday, that we referenced in that clip from three days ago. <laughs> Today, on this episode, tonight, you're going to get to hear like 30 seconds 
of one of their brand new songs that they're prepping for their new album. It's called Band-Aid. Uh, Allison and Matt uh, co-wrote it with uh, Paul Williams, who's m- probably easily the most recognized for being the guy who wrote, uh, um, oh, I'm spacing the name of it now, Rainbow Connection. Uh, Kermit the Frog's <laughs> a big song from the Muppet movie. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> I can't, I, he totally knows it because Kermit's totally sitting right here over my he's shoulder. St- he's all let let David have this. Let's just see. Let's have him panic. I, I was communicating with him. Is that what it was? He, he told me. I'm like, yeah. Okay. You left me hanging. In the, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah, crash and burn, go, dude. <laughs> but yeah, no, they wrote it with Paul Williams. Um, it's a fantastic song. Um, it's got a great hook, and uh, Allison's vocals are amazing. Um, I just love it. And we have the honor and uh, the privilege of being able to bring you an exclusive 30 second clip of this song. They, they played it publicly for the very first time at the belly up. So you're going to get to hear 30 seconds from that performance. Uh, They played it again at the whiskey and they just like, they brought the house down. It's one Um, of those songs that gets stuck in your head. It's, it's great. mm -hmm. It's catchy. Yeah. I like it. Uh, we also had the opportunity on the red carpet at the whiskey to talk with Orianti, um, who was touring with Allison on the glam tour with Adam Lambert um, at the time that Allison's record label dropped her and she went through all the stuff that she was going through. But in 2010, Orianti and, and Allison uh, worked on a single together called Don't Waste the Pretty. Beautiful song. Um, great message. Um, fantastic uh, piece of music. Um, but we got to talk to Orianthi a little bit about her experience working with Allison uh, while she was on the red carpet. So why don't we hear a little bit of that? Yes. I'm saying yes out loud. How you doing? Yeah. Uh, you did uh, Don't Waste the Pretty with Allison? I did, yeah. Uh, how was it working with, with her on that song? She's amazing. Incredible singer and just a great spirit. Yeah. She's a good friend of mine. And we toured together for a foundation tour with uh, Adam Lambert. Right. She called me. She's like, I'm playing tonight. Girl, come down. I'm like, hell yes. I brought my parents, who actually just got off a plane from Australia. So they're in the zombie state right now. I get your butts with me. Like, it's like watching the band High. So. Oh, yeah, we'll be completely. all good. Yes, yeah. <laughs> cool. And uh, do you have any albums coming out soon? Or? I have a record that's already out. Actually, my record release party was here, Heaven is Hell, about a year ago, I think. I've been on tour with Alice Cooper. I'm nice. going to tour again later with Motley Crue, so we're doing that tour. And then um, I'm touring with Richard Sambora in Australia in about three weeks. That's fantastic. We're doing you got a, Crazy. <laughs> you got Crazy. a great lineup coming. Oh, it's going to be insane. Great. Thank you very much. Have a good time tonight. So that was Orianthi on the red carpet at the whiskey talking a little bit about Allison. And uh, I love that she drug her parents out to come listen to Allison and the motels play right off the plane. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to California. Welcome to California. Let's let's go see some craziness. Let's show you what LA is about in just a little bit. <laughs> um, but no, uh, fantastic that uh, she took the time to chat with us a little bit. And um, she's busy, too. Very unbelievably busy. Um, Alice Cooper, uh, the whole I'm wow. It's going to be in Australia in three weeks. Yeah. That's what you I mean, said. How, how great a, a lineup does she have coming up? So, um, yeah, it's been a great week. And this coming weekend, we've got another red carpet pre Grammy event that we're going to, um, that will be our first, uh, video show. We're going to do the intellectual live from the red carpet. 
<laughs> my hands don't not shake. really live. <laughs> we'll probably just call it the intellectual from the from the red carpet because yeah, we're not doing live. It, it, it'll be uh, it'll be on our new YouTube channel. It'll debut with uh, with that episode. Very excited. And yeah, it's uh what am I going to wear? Gonna be I don't know. Oh, I know Brian wants to go shopping tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go right now. Pause. He's he's all over it. We got to get we got to get we got to get dressed nice. We do. So, so we'll be working on that. Um but now uh we bring you the interview with Allison Arajeda and uh following that uh, a little special treat. So without further ado, here's the interview. Um, I should get it out up front. Huge fan. Thank like you. totally followed you on American Idol. Nice. Thank you um, so much. Thank my you. mom and I, uh, right from the start, we, we were, knew you were going to be in the top five, like without question. Wow. I didn't. Thank you. <laughs> How old were you when you did American Idol? I was, uh, I'm sorry. You can come in. Come on in. Come on in. Yeah. Join the, join the fun. Videos. Join the party. Sorry. It's all good. Sorry. Um, I get easily distracted, so I close the door. Thank you. Um, a million things going on. It's all good. So I, uh, I was 16. I think that was the the age that you could audition my year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was 16, and then I started, I turned 17 on the show. Right, and yeah. you had done a, another reality show. Like, yeah, before that, it was right? kind of like the um, it was the Mexican equivalent of Idol, but for. Uh, 10 girls in the ages of 14 and 15. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. Now you won that one, but I won that something one. went wrong with that, right? No. Well, it, I won and uh, I won the $50,000, which is awesome. <laughs> and the show is called Quinceañera. Uh-huh. And um, they there was a record deal contract and, and for them to throw my the dream Quinceañera. But I paid for the whole thing. And, uh-huh. you know. I guess they did pay for it since I won the 50000 But um, it was a great experience. It was a lot of fun. Lived in Mexico for three months. Um, yes, it was great. You grew up in Los Angeles, correct? Yes. What was it like going to Mexico for that period of time to do that show? Was that uh, a lot of culture shock or do you have a lot of experience? Well, I mean, I, I grew up in South Central. So, okay. you know, it's... People that come from everywhere bring their home with them when they go to South Central. So it's, <laughs> it wasn't that different. Um, but, but I learned a lot of Mexican slang and, um, sharing, <laughs> sharing a room with, uh, with my mom and, and uh, another girl and her mom was nuts. Cause it was more like moms against moms and, um, it, it just turned into a funny reality Mexican show. If you lost, like there were rounds, and if you lost, I forgot to tell you this. If you lost, you'd get like a, um, uh, you'd have to do something. It was kind. Of, it, it went from being a singing competition to Fear Factor. So <laughs> if you were scared of bees and you lost a round, they would they will throw you. They threw a girl in a cave like with a bee suit, but she would she was in a cave like full of bees. And I had to eat, um, I had to eat worms. Wow. Live worms. Cause I lost around a spoonful of live worms. And I had diarrhea for two days and it was great. Oh, that's but nice. I won, so it was worth it. <laughs> 
So, Enjoy your lunch, everyone. So by comparison, American Idol was like a cakewalk. I think it was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a lot better. It was easier. Digestion was What's really Simon good. What's Simon compared to eating worms? <laughs> I mean, Simon was just easy. <laughs> he was great. Um, after Idol, you did the 50 City Tour, mm-hmm. and then um, you recorded your album in like three months, right? Yeah, while while the tour was happening. Was it just like a complete whirlwind? or? Yeah, I don't remember most of it. Um, <laughs> I wish I did, because it was a, just who who gets that opportunity, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, and it's like the opportunity you get from Idol is, is something that you do when you've been working on something for a very long time and, and you're at a certain point where you can tour and, and you know, it's like Madonna does stuff like that and, mm-hmm. and Whitney Houston did stuff like that. And then you get these contestants from American Idol that have only been singing for, you know, a year or all their life and they've been wanting to do that and they are just thrown into like these thousand people stadiums and it's it they get a bus and they get these huge hotel rooms and um you get signed and you have to record in under 3 months and work with the best people. It's great. It's great, but um you don't really get an opportunity to uh uh enjoy it you're kind of thrown into the meat grinder like right yeah. at the start yeah and it's hard because some people do have uh their creative visions when you know when they're working on something and going to idol is a tricky thing because you've got to you've got to work with them mm-hmm. and you've got to release something fast and you've got to release something that they want and i was i was young at the time so i i loved it i was like tell me what to do and i'll do it because i didn't know who i wanted to be at the time right and i had the best time with everyone they were really great to me so you did your album and then you went on tour with adam lambert right yeah with adam and orianthi how, how was that tour compared to doing the idol tour what did it have a different feel or um well it, we went from stadiums to clubs that was different uh but i, I loved clubs a lot better it's just because it was more intimate and i could see people and um it's still fun i mean i i love playing for two people uh, the thing about stadiums is, you know, you feel like you're in control and it's just, <laughs> it's crazy. But, um, it, uh, it definitely makes you work harder as a performer and as an artist to perform for smaller crowds. Mm-hmm. So I- Idol got you going. You got your first album out with them. And then, uh, you got dropped from the label, right? Mm-hmm. That I got dropped while, uh, I was on the tour with Adam. I think we were we were two months in, and there was a month left. And right before a show, uh, after soundcheck, I, I checked my Twitter feed, and a lot of my mentions are like, "Fuck Jive, Allison. We love you so much. We'll always have your back." Just like blowing up. So you found out on Twitter. So I was like, okay. Let me call management. 19. What's happening? Why are people shooting jive? And it, it sounds like I've been dropped, but I don't know. Um, and they were like, well, hold on. Let me confirm. And then they didn't even know. And they confirmed two days later that I had been dropped. But, and they simply removed my name off of their website. And that was it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you were, what, uh, 18, 19 at that point? I was, I was 18, yeah, because my mom wasn't with me. 
Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, we all suffer rejection of one type or another in our teens, but that is a little harsh. Yeah. And to find out on Twitter must have been, yeah, it, like it's just an extra special kiss on your ass <laughs> out the door, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was hard. How hard was it for you to come back from that? And and I've read some interviews with you where you said it actually ends up being probably the best thing for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how, how how does that work out? How did you how did you find your voice again um, after something like that? I guess falling down hard, like hitting the ground as hard as I did, uh, thinking that I didn't really want anything more to do with um, this music world because it was so harsh and people were so mean. And, and um, at the same time, I just... I didn't know what I was fighting for. I didn't know who I was, who I was. So, uh, and, and none of us do really at 18. So. No. And they tell you, <laughs> you know, they tell you who to be mm-hmm. and you're like, and they, they tell you who to be and they tell you you're the best and, and that you're going to be fine because you're all the way up here and you're at the top. And then that's it. And then they just, that's it. And you're they just nothing. Close the door and they stop you're returning nothing. your calls. And so then that's that's really hard for someone. That's hard for anyone. You know, I don't think it matters how like how old are you are. When you're told that you're the best thing in the world, and then the next day you're nothing, that'll dis- that'll that destroyed me, and I just didn't want to sing ever again. Uh, so I went through my dark period after that. I finished the tour. Um, that must have been one last hard. month of singing those songs was just terrible. I, I, I stopped caring, which is, te- it makes me sad thinking back because it, I love singing and I love singing for people. And I, and I hate that I, I that I just, yeah, it, it just sucks. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And, and I was able to, um, I, I met some great people, uh, after my, I'm going to keep calling it my dark period. Um, <laughs> my dark period. I met some great people. I met um, Matthew Hager uh, while I was going through this time. And I was doing uh, vocal demos at the time because I needed to make money. Mm-hmm. So I was singing demos. I was doing anything I could to survive. Um, and my friend, uh, David Immerman, who's been my brother friend guitarist for a long time now wrote a song with uh, Matthew Hager and want, needed a, a vocal singer for the demo um, so I, I went and I met Matthew and and there was just a well, as soon as I walked into his studio there was just um it was a, there was a different air there was different air there was he was like he was a real person um, and for the first time I felt like oh they do exist. <laughs> nice people in the music world. Oh, that care. Imagine that. That care about words and that care about, you know, feelings. Um, so we started writing and that's where Halo Circus came about. Mm-hmm. And where do you draw your inspiration for your, for your writing? Um, is it mostly from personal experience or? Uh, yes. Yeah. These, these, um, this, entire project with the band is def- has been um experiences and feelings and um just uh things that we we can all relate to but things that people are afraid of talking about too mm-hmm. i want to say things that some people don't like to hear that are the truth 
um, cause that's, that's what we're about. We just want to speak the truth and we want to show people that there's love behind truth and there's not, there's no fear behind truth. There's love. That's beautiful. <laughs> um, I think I, I remember, uh, an interview with Paul McCartney once, uh, they asked him about the Beatles and he said the thing that he loves the most about the Beatles is that it was about love. Like every, yeah. everything they wrote about was about love. Um, that's... in the end, I think that's the most powerful thing you can sing about, write about, yeah. tell stories about, make movies about. That's, that's, that's what, what it comes down to, right? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what it should come down to. That's what makes to. us all happy, right? Being yeah. in love. I, I don't know. You? I'm yeah. rarely in love, so. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but when I'm there, it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, when you're there, yeah. It's, that's what it's all about for me right now. And, and it, sometimes it takes a, a beating to, to really realize that. Yeah. And you got to fight for it. And fighting for it's great. Well, and I come from a singing background. My mom was a singer. And, uh, nice. you know, I, I fool around with singing. Um, but, you know, I certainly know that after a breakup, after major heartache, it tends to be when I sing the best. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know? it's, it's also real. when I'm writing screenplays and stuff. When it's I'm feeling real. depressed, that's when I can write. <laughs> that's, I mean. So I think we can write then because we're trying to get back to the other thing. It comes from the heart. Yeah. I mean, there's freedom in pain. So raw. Yeah. It's freedom in pain. I like that. It's a nice quote. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Halo Circus, where did the name come from? Oh my gosh! Oh, anybody in the room can chime in. That's and help crazy. Them. Where they're did hiding, the name? They're the hiding name, in the food. I guess um, we were we were messing around with names because it didn't start as a band, but it just it made sense after like three songs. It just made sense. Everyone had their voice in it. Everyone had their heart in it, and so I think Halo. Sorry. Um, <laughs> singing uh you know i i feel like halo um is is such a sacred word and it has this beautiful light strong force behind it mm -hmm. you know the halo angelic. it's angelic and circus is this world we live in I mean, it's just it's a nice, ju crazy. nice juxtaposition between it's the two. Just, I think with both of them together, we can live day by day, wake up the next day and say, I can do this just by feeling that and knowing that like these things are hard. It's it's crazy, but they're worth it. So really, it's the perfect name for you coming back from what you went through. I think so. Yeah, it actually makes a lot of sense. I think so. It felt, it feels right. <laughs> yeah, because when I saw the name of your band, I was like, I, I've got to know where that came from. Yeah. And now I know. I mean, it just that that's organic and and really kind of beautiful. Well, thank you. The way it comes together. Thank you. It's like making a very public statement. Hey, that's everything what we're about. might be crazy we out just there. Just want to be loud, and that's yeah. what this life is. And just be loud. Want to be heard. <laughs> um, so you're. Are you doing a tour with the motels? Or? Uh, a small one. A little, this little is tour? Just uh, around the uh, Cali area for now. And we have the next show in um, on Sunday for the Whiskey's 50th anniversary yeah. and for her birthday. We just found out we're going to be there for that. What? Too. <laughs> oh, that'll be a lot of... <laughs> it's almost great. sold out. Like, And Crazy. tonight's like the... It's it's sold out tonight and on a weekday. Oh. They said like it's their biggest sell out for a weekday it's that's it's crazy i feel 
so honored that we're a part of this with with her with mm -hmm. someone so huge and had an influence on a lot of female singers i mean yeah well she was enormous when mtv actually played music videos um <laughs> i remember those days i hate to say i'm old enough but i remember those days i remember when mtv launched um but uh no i think it's a really cool matchup the two of you together i think your voices are are, are nice and complimentary and she, it's funny she was just telling me that she started as a as a songwriter Mm -hmm. And that just the singing just kind of caught on. And you would never know that because her singing's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But it just, it makes sense because she, all of, everything that's coming out of her mouth is just coming out of her heart. So it's like, no one knows that. Like she, she her intention was like, she's a songwriter. Right. But it's just, that's, it's amazing. Just, we were reading her lyrics right before um, we came to the venue today and we're just blown away. She's just, such a beautiful human being. It's well, and I, I would think that for you, after the experience you went through with, uh, with the whole idol and, and jive and the way they just kind of unceremoniously let you go, um, working closely with somebody like Martha has to kind of reinforce that this is a place that you can thrive in and right. be okay and, yeah. and, and keep moving forward. I mean, her career, especially is, with her, someone yeah. like her, like you, this is what you do. Mm -hmm. You play. You sing for people. You're who you are. You live on a farm like she does. She has a farm. Like, she's just, she's an incredible human being. Like, you just, you work out of your house and you come, you do interviews in the morning and they ask you what time you're going on. And she's like, I don't know. I'm just there. Like, I'm going to sing. And like, that's what you do. You just go and you sing and you, you play and you just, that's what you're here for. Mm -hmm. I love that. that Draw I, your I energy off that. of all the people who are there with you. That's what it's about. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. I, I was fortunate enough to come here uh, back in November and, and see Buddy Guy play. Oh my God. Talk about a guy with a long career, right? It was one of the best concerts I've ever been to. He he just floored it the whole night. Absolutely amazing. That's timeless. Yeah, and he like, played, and he didn't just play his stuff. He played all the greats. Like wow. he he went into the Motown collection and and just played all these different people. And he did a tribute to Jimi Hendrix at one point. What? And I mean, it was just unreal. It was so amazing. And he had just flown in from Tokyo. He'd been doing a run in in Japan. Wow. And, yeah, and he's, he's got off a plane. Yeah, and he's, you know, I, I remember my grandfather at his age, and my grandfather, like, it was, you were lucky if you got him out of the house, <laughs> you know? Oh, my gosh. And there's Buddy Guy up there just... Yeah, just going nuts. And, and you could see it. He was just pulling the energy from the crowd. It was amazing. Right. And it's got to be, like, just an unreal high. It is. Yeah. And, and I think that's why after the show, I'm like... I'm so tired, you know, because like <laughs> everything's on stage and I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's, yeah, I'm like, I got to sleep for four days and then I'm ready for the next show. <laughs> um, no, it's definitely just all energy, all energy from everyone. That's, that's the, that's the beauty of it. That's the best part. Mm -hmm. That's even when you're playing for, for two people, if, if you have those two people, that makes the biggest difference in the world and it's, it's awesome. Because you've played the huge stadium crowd and you've played the small clubs, yeah, and you I've, know I've it, played furniture stores too. Have you really? 
She's <laughs> no. When I was eight, I worked at a furniture store, and I was I was I would sing after school, and I'd I'd sing like next to fridges, <laughs> I'd sing next to beds, <laughs> and then I'd sing a, a ranchera, and then I'd promote the sale of the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I was, uh, oh gosh, I think it was ninth grade. My mother had a, a little Filipino American cuisine restaurant in Central California that, that awesome. she was running. And I worked there for the summer, and basically she wanted me there just to sing karaoke all day. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. So, those are the best. <laughs> like, those are the best. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fun, and it doesn't get any more real than that. Like, yeah. No, hi, it does, it mom's does. making me sing. Hey. No, I remember my mom. A lot of wham. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I sang a lot of wham. Oh, my gosh. Uh. That's amazing. But it's fun, you know. It doesn't matter how how big or, or where you end up. That's where you start. Those and, are the best. And I think it's it's I beautiful to remember that. Yeah. You know, it I think is. no matter what else is going on, it's good to keep your feet grounded in yeah. that that initial start, right? Absolutely. There's no moving forward without that. So, um, who would you say are some of your influences, music wise? Um. When we once we started with Halo Circus, um, Brenda Lee, Roy Orbison, Patsy Cline, Portishead, Prince, and uh, Connie Francis just all started making sense. <laughs> <laughs> they and I, I I sang most of these songs by these artists when I was little, mm -hmm. and I just and all the rancheras too. I had never tapped into that era of when I was singing those songs because I, I hadn't been writing before um, mm -hmm. uh, Halo Circus. I wasn't really writing much, so there wasn't much of anything coming for coming through for anything. So um, once we, the more we wrote, the more Linda Ronstadt and um, Rocio Durcal started coming, and then uh, Paul. Paul Williams. Paul Williams, <laughs> Paul Williams, who I grew up listening to, and and I would watch Phantom of the Paradise over and over again, and then later I found out that Matthew Hager grew up with Bugsy Malone, and <laughs> Paul Williams was his hero, and Paul Williams was my hero growing up. So then, <laughs> so then you can't take you away from me, and um, most of these songs have Paul written all over it. And a new one now has Paul Williams actually co-wrote one song with us. It's the most amazing. That's We're gonna good. do it tonight. We're so I excited. wish I wish this was a video podcast. Because my your face, face is just, just like lit up. ah. Well, because it's we beautiful. met him. We met him, and he Facetimed us, and he cried, and he loved us. He like we cried, and we talked for. Three hours, then he wrote a song in 30 minutes, and it was just ridiculous. <laughs> like the best day of our lives. That's he's, amazing. He's just, he's a very special person. What was that? It's a pinch me moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He walked in, and then he was like, do you trust me? And that was a line from Phantom of the Paradise, and I just squealed. <laughs> just like, yeah. I, it's a movie, right? It's amazing. It's really out there. Yeah. It's nuts. He's crazy. He's a genius. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Yeah. And then he goes on and he writes, why are there so many? Like, 
How do you do that? Uh, I'm refraining from doing my Kermit. Uh, <laughs> everyone, everyone. <laughs> Why? Oh, <clears throat> hi, whole Kermit the Frog here. There um, it is. That's amazing. That was a good one. <laughs> I can't do much more. Um, huh? Two more questions. Okay. Um, one question that we ask everybody on the intellectual is um, uh, charities. Is there any charities that you're involved with that, that you do um, work with? PETA. We're dealing with PETA. Um, music. Yes. I'm, I, I'm blanking. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, that one just kind of comes out of left field for some yeah. people. I, I forgot to mention that we would ask no, that No, no, it's all good. Night. Music. Uh, is a great one. That that's one that we've been working a lot with, and that's been keeping us all very busy. Um, they're just a great, great community of people that go to foster homes and um, work with kids that um, aren't placed in homes, and they all have to go to communities, and these homes help these kids for the world, prep them for the world. When after they're 18, because they're mm -hmm. on their own. Right. Um, and all of these kids are kids that aren't placed in homes. So they all come here, and they're all food. They're getting taught. They're getting prepared. And what music does is they bring music to these kids. And so we've gone there. Um, Halo Circus played a Christmas show for them. Uh, Matthew and I have done some acoustic stuff. We sit and we talk to like 20 or 30 kids. We talk to them about the uh, structure of songs and we sing to them. And it's amazing because a lot of these kids have gone through really rough situations, but they're the deepest kids you'll ever meet. Mm -hmm. Like they will look you in the eye and tell you that you look like crap. Like they will tell you exactly how it is, and it's really interesting. Be exactly. I mean, that's fine. Um, but as an artist, you know, it's it's amazing because they there's one thing they connect to, and there's many things they connect to, but music. All of them were just like, I'm a rapper, or I I sing, and a lot of them will like come up and sing, and it's really beautiful because they're they're like really really smart incredible people these kids they're mm -hmm. just misunderstood they're just misunderstood yeah and I, and I don't think no matter how damaged you are no matter what you've gone through music's like a shortcut to the soul you know yeah. it just it's just an easy way in it is and I think it, and, a we, it, and an easy way out yeah it just helps yeah. break the barriers down and helps get you past things yeah um, that's just beautiful is there a website for them that we can uh, share I think uh, it's, 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 it's can you S-U slash I-Q-E. And they're based out of Pasadena. M-U-S-E slash, slash I-Q-U-E. I-Q-U-E. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Music. Okay. I'll find the, I'll find the URL online and yeah. make sure I get that up on the on the show page as well. Yeah, they're, they're great. It's great. And final thing, um, I mean, Idol is premiering tonight. All right. <laughs> right? So right. I, I found it very serendipitous that i get to speak to you tonight that's on the awesome night that the show's and then i premiering. totally forgot <laughs> season 13 um do you still follow the show at all no not really yeah well you're busy making it happen right <laughs> so that's that's excellent if i tried to um if you were to give any advice to somebody who's getting into the business what would it be i guess um have fun yeah you know a lot of a lot of people get too serious 
with those shows and let uh, let anger or the small things get to them. And it, it's really that show is at at in the end of the at the end of the day. I think that shows just about um, you know uh, people more than music. Mm-hmm. So if you can just stay true to yourself as much as you can, so that you can stay true to your music. And if you don't know your music yet, then just have fun. Well, I think it's great. It's great advice. Yeah. Cool. And we want to make sure that we also have a word with the rest of the band. Just say hello. Yeah, say hello. <laughs> Introduce yourselves. They've all been sitting here through the whole thing, uh, eating from Chowing the food down. cart. <laughs> Hi. Hi. I, I, I know I got introduced to everybody when we came in, but I'm horrible with the names. So. Oh, and my name is Veronica, Veronica. Bellino. And what I'm are the you? drummer in the band. Drummer. It's got JJ excited. I'm Matthew Hager. I'm the bass player and keyboardist. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Brian Stead. I play guitar. I'm filling in for my buddy Dave Immerman. Hi, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Excellent. Dave. Immerman's ghost is here. <laughs> cool. And they all sing. We do all you sing. All sing? Yeah. Yes. Sweet. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting getting to see you guys play a little bit tonight. Yeah. So that was our interview with Allison Arajeda. Um as I said before, uh, such an amazing woman. It was great to be in that room with everybody's, just everybody there listening, talking. Yeah, the whole band was in the room. The like, whole band the whole was interview. there. And it I was kind of let her do her thing. Yeah. And it was, uh, for me, my first face to face interaction with Allison. And uh, while you were talking to her and I, it was like she was talking to me and we just had eye contact the whole time. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> this is so cool. Yeah. She's a, she's a, she's an absolute doll and, uh, all the rest of the band. Um, so nice. Nice people. Great people. Very nice. Um, so now, uh, exclusively on the intellectual, a 30 second clip of their new song band aid that they co-wrote with Paul Williams. Um, a- absolutely my favorite song that I've heard from the band. And, uh, I am so looking forward to their album dropping in the next like four months. And when they do drop, we're going to talk about it here on the intellectual and I'm going to try and get them back on. Cause I want to talk to them about the different songs and where they all come from and the whole bit. So hopefully we can get them on, on like everything crossed and, and talk about the whole thing. But in the meantime, just to whet your appetites for the upcoming halo circus album, here's band aid from the live performance at the belly up in San Diego on January 15th. I believe it was a Wednesday. <laughs> January 15th, 2014. Uh, Just a little slice for you. And we're including Allison's intro to the song so you can kind of hear how she set it up. Um, But 30 seconds of the song itself. So enjoy and thank you all for listening to The Intellectual Podcast on The Intellectual Network at theintellectual.com. Yeah, that guy. He's amazing. 
Go watch Bugsy Malone and Phantom of the Paradise, please. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, so Sorry. This guy, he's amazing. He's a he's a hero to me. He's a hero to Matthew. He's a hero to Halo Circus, and he he co-wrote this last song with us, and it's a very special song, and it's called um, it's called Bambi. Love songs of a baby Listening to the Intellectual Podcast at theintellectual.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash theintellectual. That's intellectual with an X, not a CT. And you can follow us on Twitter. Interact with us at the intellectual. And you can find us on Google Plus. Just search around for us. I'm not sure exactly where to point you at Google Plus, but we're there. So, you know, look around. Um, and if you've got comments or suggestions for the show, please visit us at theintellectual.com and use the contact form to send us messages. And you can also just go into the comments section underneath any of the shows on their show pages and leave us messages and comments about the individual shows there. Thank you for joining us at the Intellectual Podcast. We'll see you again next Wednesday when we feature Martha Davis and the Motels.